Hello everybody, welcome to another instalment of Foolproof Football Podcast. Sunday football's back. Uh, well, there are a few woos, I think a lot of people, with it being pre-season, empty seats in the stands. And it's, I suppose it's good it's back, but it's not the same regular season captivating football we're used to. But look, it's the means we're closer to the start of the regular season. And that means you hear more opinions Facts, I will say, facts that we said, them as statements from uh, not the most knowledgeable bunch, but a passionate bunch in Kevin, Dennis, TJ, and myself, Adam, here, Foolproof Football Podcast. Is everyone excited? I don't think I've heard a single fact out of Dennis's mouth yet on this podcast. Well, the injuries can be facts, I guess. Yeah. Well, a lot of them (laughs) are (laughs) deeply exaggerated. No, I just predicted. added no there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, predicted. Oh, sorry. Yes, a lot of, of them course. are predicted. There is, yeah, there are some. He takes a liberty, artistic sort of interpretation of what actually happened in the injury. Yeah. Like, if you if you want to watch the news, go watch the news. That just, like, boring <laughs> facts thrown at you. But if you want a bit of pizzazz, log on the podcast. Foolproof football. Yeah, Have a bit of fun maybe, with your day. Maybe don't quote us on anything. But it, it's a fact that we said it. We can put it that way, all right? Yeah. He turns yeah, a twisted ankle into a brutal broken leg. <laughs> exactly. Career ending. I suppose, guys, for this week's episode, look, we said preseason's back again. Look, everyone's delighted football's back, but I think it's a lot of things where people go on social media, they're like, Sunday football's back, and then they fall asleep or watch a bit of a game or watch the highlights when it's preseason. Um, but what we're going to do is the same kind of format. We're going to look through a few, I suppose, headlines rather than breaking news, just because the news is a little bit slow. Uh, we'll touch base on how the rookie QBs did, how the QBs who were rookies are doing in their second official preseason. Uh, a little chat about Hard Knocks, which is back, and we had our doubts about that, but we'll have a little discussion on it. Um, we'll look at what's going on with Chicago Bears and Roquan Smith's agent, or supposed agent. Uh, St. Omni uh, we'll have a little kind of touch on other things we'll talk about next week and then we'll go into our award section with our winners, losers and trap cards before Kev sets you to bed with his fact or riddle or question of the week <laughs> TBC <laughs> any complaints see you back it no let's, let's drive on alright let's jump right into our headlines now, we're saying they're headlines, but it's snow, slow news day, really. So, rookie QBs. A lot of them aren't in with a shot of, I suppose, starting, but a lot of them did quite well this week. So, first sort of proper NFL game for a lot of them. Um, we're kind of going to look at Kenny Pickett, probably Desmond Ritter and Malik Willis. And let's start with Willis, Kevin. You're, you're a Titans man. What did you make of him? <sighs> flashes of potential um, definitely on the ground like he has the potential his offensive line wasn't great around him I, I would say like he that was a struggle and it was hard to tell whether or not he was not letting the ball go or was it just his offensive line was breaking down but definitely I suppose it's promising sign that there is talent there it's not quite I, like I'm not going to say we start in week one I think that would be foolish um but the future looks looks promising. 
I'd say he's definitely not staring weak one with Tannehill. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think I think they're planning on phasing Tannehill out this year. I I wouldn't be surprised to see him starting towards the end of the year. Well, realistically, if it comes to week 13 or 14 and they're out of the Sure, we're going, we're going to win it this year, TJ. Sorry? We're going to win it this year. Yeah, okay. If we if we've if we've the AFC sewn up by then, possibly then you could throw him in. Confident. Yeah. Who knows? I like it. Might happen as well. I like um, the confidence. <laughs> I I think he's. Uh, I think he has like a raw talent ability, but like he's. Uh, I don't think he's mature enough, or like. I guess you're right in the way that the offensive line was crap, and he seemed like he was scrambling quite a lot. Now. Was that because of the offensive line, as you said, or was it because of he's holding on to the ball, looking for the perfect pass? He did make a few mistakes, but he also shown a little bit of talent. I think he's a ways to go, especially because it's preseason and it's not you're not against true defenses. But um, look, it's 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 not it's not bad for his first game, I guess. I think I think I kind of with you there. Look, his passing wasn't perfected. You can see there was a bit of nerves, but his scrambling was very sort of promising to look at how he was absolutely moving on his feet. And look, give him a bit of time. Who knows? He's got a bit of a luxury of he will be sitting behind Tannehill. And um, it's his first game. We we got to give him credit there. And he, he went straight yeah. out there. A few of the others came out later on in the game. He was thrown into the mixer straight away. So let's move, let's move on from it. Look, it's promising, but we're not expecting him going in starting week one. I don't think anyone is. Yeah. No offense to him, but like Tannehill's there. Um, let's start. One I found a bit more interesting was uh, Desmond uh, Ryder, Ritter, sorry, uh, for the Falcons. I thought he looked very good, mm. and he's in that situation yeah. where nobody's really expecting him to start, but. It's not that far-fetched to think that he could win that starting role this year, is it? Who who else is there? Sorry, it's Mariota. Mariota, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Is there anyone else? They have, sorry. I'll have a quick check who else he's fighting against. But Mariota is his main sort of competition there. He's second. The other is Felipe Franks, who I've never heard of. So it's just really Mariota that he's up against. And yeah. Mariota's decent, but... If Ritter keeps putting in that sort of stuff, you'd be tempted like give him a go. Like he he looked calm. There was a few moments, but once he settled down, he looked good passing. And he's not going to be like a scrambler like Willis, but he was able to do the kind of punch through the gap and get ten yards when he needed to. And he finished very yeah. strong that game. I'd argue Mariota kind of has a very similar style as that. He can similar run style. Star. Um which maybe that's why they went and got him because they feel that's what they want in their offense. Um, which yeah, I, 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 it's it's not outside the realms of possibility that we will see him week four, week five. I think the Falcons will be foolish to his harm. Yeah, if Mariota start starts the, uh, slow, he's not going to start, but yeah. Mariota starts slow, it'd be tempted not to just to pull him out there and see what happens. I, I think it's it's almost a guarantee that he'll be out there at some stage. Um, I think the Falcons are going to be poor this year, regardless. And Mariota is not going to help that. Oh Jesus! Jesus, he's so, going in with a very <laughs> pessimistic so, outlook. <laughs> no, but and but like when it happens to poor teams like that, they usually tend to blame the quarterback and 
which will give Ritter his chance. Now, it for might first... be the case that he'll come out and he'll be against tougher teams and he might struggle because of the team around him. But uh, it's a promising preseason game, but he did play the whole game practically and he had a lot of opportunity against, say, poorer defences as well. So we have to take that into account as well. First, TJ, you said that the Titans are going to be out week 13. And now we're having a go at ex-Titan Marcus. Um, it's I been a bit of agenda a... here, Kev. Yeah, I, I'm beginning to pick it up now. <laughs> yeah. No, but look... i got nothing against Mariota. I actually don't think he's the worst uh, quarterback or starting quarterback. Yeah, high same. praise, high praise. But uh, I think the team could let him down. That's that's just what I'm saying. The defense is pretty poor. Offensive line is shaky at best. Uh, I have Kyle Pitts is class and uh, young wide receivers, but uh, Drake London might be good. Uh, he will be good. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. it's it's one Probably to watch though. I think I think he, he looks good. I think he has a better chance than Willis. And the way I've kind of got us going through the list if we if we move on and we have a quick summary at the end of them all is I'm going up based off who I think has the better chance of getting that starter rolls and if you watch Kenny Pickett now it's just one game it's just preseason but he looked the most QB ready rookie QB there was this week if you watch that you wouldn't have thought he was a rookie like he he looked calm under the pocket when it was collapsing he wasn't panicking or anything and I know everyone says it's Mitch Trubisky's job, uh, but like, if you're a Steelers heard fan, that before. yeah, and if you're a Steelers fan, and Pickett keeps us up all preseason, how like how are you as a coach not going to start him? Like people, like Trubisky's not going to go out and ball out. He'll do decent, but people will want that young QB that they have all this hope on. So I think he has I, the best I, chance. I totally agree. I actually totally agree because realistically. That Pittsburgh Steelers team is actually fairly decent as well. So he actually has an op- a lot of opportunity around him. I don't, like, if he's shown the maturity of a starting QB at this early stage, why go with Mitch Trubisky? Why wait, like, stick him in? Um, uh, he looked really good, I thought. He, I would, uh, all the rookies, I thought he they're looked They're going to do the same thing sure. where they think they're going to burn out a young talent straight off. Let Trubisky start. Like for the maybe the first two three day games, then give him a game maybe, give him a two or three then. But I don't see them giving yeah. him as many games as what we're hoping. Like I would love to see it him out, but I don't think they will. I I think I'm with you at the first half. I think what they I don't think they're on a start in week one, and they might even flip flop between Rudolph and Trubisky, which isn't going to get the fans too well, excited. Just on that, I think mm. they're already saying that um, Pickett is now QB2. Oh, God, poor Mason. That hit on his head all that time ago has ruined his career. <laughs> uh, but he I think four Steelers, in my mind, what I think probably will happen is I'll start with Mitch. Wait, if things are solid, 50-50 record, they're just going to keep going with it. But if it's just going disaster, bring in Pickett to be the saviour. Um if it goes bad people can point to it went bad before he was in there and if it goes good they can point to him being their next franchise QB so I think they'll probably wait a couple of weeks but, the but let's Patriots, not forget the Bengals Patriots Browns in the first three games 
So if they don't get at least at least one win out of that three, say maybe against the Patriots, even two maybe against the Browns, then uh, Mitch will be gone, I'd say. People are forgetting, though, that Mitch is an ex-NVP. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's got to count for something. I hope that's on his Wikipedia now. The Nickelodeon <laughs> valuable player. I don't even why it wasn't even that. Like, it wasn't even the most. <laughs> it was just what Nickelodeon thought. <laughs> I don't even know that they win. Like, they lost the game, I think. And they yeah, still they did lose the game, but it was based on votes. <laughs> was the, the power uh, of the internet. That is it. Uh, no, but it's interesting. I think those three will be the ones to watch. But I think, Kev, before we moved on from the kind of the rookie QBs, you wanted to touch base on the guys who were rookies last year who are now going into their second preseason. No excuses now. Yes, so I suppose just some of the quarterbacks we talked about last year, we talked them up. I suppose, what, there was four went in the four or five went in the first round. Um, and they probably didn't deliver... Uh, to the expectation that we thought. Um, but this year, I suppose, in the preseason, we got to see Trevor Lawrence look a lot better um, with the Jaguars. Um, that's there. <laughs> Trey Lance. Trey Lance, Trey Lance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trey Lance looked very good again. Obviously, again, the similar to Willis, in the fact that he's a very strong runner. Um, Justin Fields, another strong runner. Didn't look great, um, and there's huge questions over the Bears' offensive line. Yeah. Um, and I suppose there was huge questions last year, and they did very little to address it. So uh, we're not too surprised. Uh, um, Mac Jones. Yeah, sorry. I just think with the Bears' offensive line, that's only preseason. When they actually get yeah. into um, regular season, if I'm a defense, blitz, blitz, blitz. <laughs> just keep blitzing them. Yeah, you're Aaron Donald running at you. Like, come on. Am I correct in saying that Justin Fields' his first NFL game he got sacked nine times? That's he could be, he could be right. It was high. There's an there's a player that his development may be stunted because of the poor talent around him, um, and like just like Ritter in a way that it might be stunted just that little bit because maybe he doesn't have the wide receivers. Offensive line will be breaking down each time, running for his life. Um, I feel bad for players like that. Um, I don't think he's shown his true talent because he was really good in college. So, like, I think he does have talent there. It's just they need to get him. It's gonna be yeah. He needs help. He doesn't have it. He he's probably has the worst wide receiver group in the league. If you think about it, if you break them down by players, so there's actually no help there. It's gonna be one to watch. You wanted to mention Mac Jones as well, Kev, was it? Yeah, well, more so not for his preseason game, but for his recent training etiquette. We might Fire, say. passion, uh, determination, character. Fire, passion, yeah, um, or just rudeness. So I, I unnecessary suppose, comments. So I, um, suppose, I suppose. Yeah, you're you're getting to the Brian Burns um, bust up when apparently he said to him, "Hold my nuts, little bitch," and it all kicked off. Um, <laughs> surprisingly um, Brian pushed him and then apparently the Patriots started swinging punches and a big brawl started um, surely Bill Belichick's not going to enjoy it not going to like it <laughs> probably the worst coach to do it under yeah I've never seen Tom Brady do that there's still time <laughs> but Tom Brady year. trash talks he's not though. done yet one more season yeah. might just see it 
<laughs> every year every... though, there's a bust up, and every year they persist with this yeah. two team training session. They love the and you know there's just gonna be a fight like it's theater. Yeah, we're talking. The, about the it. coaches, they, all the coaches, genuinely say it's one of the best practice. It's like it's really intense, and you learn so much by facing a different team for a couple of days and seeing different looks on defenses, uh, different offensive schemes and stuff like that. They learn way more uh, more than seeing the same faces every week. I know it's going to cause bust ups, and you're going to love the drama, but. I think they want the uh, I think they, they do. Yeah, exactly. They want to be a fire. They want to get ready for the season, you know? So there's coaches who orchestrate bust-ups within their own team because they want people to get that sort of competitiveness <laughs> into it. So it's yeah, perfect so for the Lions, The Lions coach this year started a fight with... Thing. I know it's Saquon Barkley's fault, but sure, he was swinging punches at a guy who's twice the size and was wearing a helmet. <laughs> well, I- I think interestingly mentioned lines. I don't know, do we have much else to add on the second year QBs or should we move on? I think we'll No, move uh, nothing really. Tua, did he do anything? Tua's going to have a good year. I have a feeling. He will have a good year, but the, did yeah. he play this week? I don't know. Oh, it's one of those preseason things where. What He's finally it? got. This this year is Tua. Uh, if he, he'll have a good year or if he doesn't, he's fucked. He's gone. That's, so this could he's, be he's his. the new Josh Rosen. Um. Oh, that was it. Um, I know it's not going to work. The pun's not going to work. I was going to say, should he stay or should he do it? Two times the charm. Work, actually, <laughs> no. Damn. Is two a second year? I thought he's third year. Stay too long. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Stay too long. Now, two is two is going to be in good shape, I think, this year. But speaking of lions, let's move on. We've got a new episode of Hard Knocks, and I think. The best thing for that is to use the best segment music I can think of. That was the first time we've heard that without any editing. I love it. Uh, That was a throwback to the Cleveland Browns hard knocks. (laughs) Do you remember Bob Wiley? His his belly used to move every time he said that. That was great. It was an iconic moment. That was so funny. Is he still in the league? Ah, God knows. He's still in the league in my heart. Um... Yeah. But speaking of iconic moments, the hard knocks with the Lions are actually better than I was expecting. Yeah. Well, one of the best. Doubts. Yeah, one of the best hard knocks I've seen now in a long time. Um, like, I'm... it wasn't boring. Like, the guys have energy. And it's a team. Yeah, it's a team that weren't full of stars either, like, and they're so pumped up that they actually want to do something this year. The like, only thing for me that I missed was more of Jared Goff. <laughs> I'm so glad they, that he's not in it. They've man. learned their lesson. They've learned their lesson. Like he was so boring. <laughs> you want more golf tips with Jared Goff? <laughs> I want to see his house again. Oh stop! <laughs> he was the most boring one we've had on in a while now. Uh, but I touch him out, Williams. Some absolute zingers from him. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect him to be such a leader in the team. He's very good. I'm going to yeah. run through that body like diarrhea, boy. Drip, drip was one of my all-time favorite quotes. <laughs> <laughs> the drip, drip after it. Like, what do you say to that? <laughs> or what was it? Uh, if you're going to piss like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dog eat. Like, he has them off. Like, does he practice these? They're so yeah, good. Yeah. But uh, not even that, like, he, well, like, 
he meant it like he was proper like full in on it yeah like, he was during like, that you... speech in the hood like he was uh, going for he was it, trying like, yeah yeah like and i always thought you know he swift is their starting running back really like he is their big franchise player um but just i was blown away i also do like dan campbell I love Dan uh, Campbell, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's very likable and he's just that kind of old school mentality that is like, we're just going to beat the shit out of everyone. Yeah, I think we're getting I'm looking. still blown away by the fact of Dan Campbell last week about the coffee, man. Oh, yeah. Like, you can yeah. see how nuts he is, like. But I want to see how he interacts with Goff, because Goff is a very vanilla-flavoured ice cream of a person. Um, and Dan Campbell is, like you said, around 16 shots of espresso and coffee. Like, how the hell did those two come together is what I want to know. I don't know. Well, he seemed, Dan Campbell seems very intelligent as well. He's very Big in time. tune with the offense. Like, obviously he was an offensive player, but like he's very in tune with it too. Like, he's not just an energy type of guy, like lifting the spirits and stuff like that. I think he really knows what he wants whether that will lead to success or not, he knows what he wants and he'll go out and get that. I don't think he has a full, like, like playoff team just yet by any means, but, uh, like, he'll get the best out of his players. And they respect him. Like, you know where you stand with him, which is always yeah, good. Yeah, which is huge. But no, good episode. Very looking forward to it. Like, I think we all went in thinking, Jesus, I don't know if we'd watch it anymore. But, um yeah. It's no, a good like season. The Browns followed by who's last year? The Rams, was it? The Chargers? Oh yeah, sure that was huge. That was the awful, Rams and like... Chargers. It was kinda of on a slippery slope down a bit. But no, that's good. Look, Kev, we're doing our weekly rating out of five. What is your rating? Five. Yeah. I would give it give it a four. I was entertained. Very good. Jesus, it was nice. This was originally slated to be Kevin giving out about hard knocks because of how much he yeah. doesn't like it anymore. So this is... And just, just to clarify this, we've only all seen episode one. Yeah, this is just episode one. So we'll look at episode yeah. two next week. Uh, being in Ireland, we don't get it until the Friday, unfortunately. I think maybe mm. a race thing. I don't know. Um, Dennis will look it up with our lawyers. Speaking of, I suppose, lawyers, let's move on to our final kind of headline one. And that is going to be with uh, <laughs> the stuff coming out from the Bears. So this is one I was chatting to TJ about yesterday. And it's one that I just want to discuss. It's not going to be a big debate or anything, but I thought it was an interesting story for a slow preseason. It's such a great story. It's just bizarre. Take it away because it's... Uh... I, I, you need to hear from start to finish. I was, I was saying to you. There is no ending to it. I, I've gone down a rabbit hole with this. Um, so basically, Raquan Smith was having negotiations with the Chicago Bears for a contract extension. He said that the negotiations were one-sided, not fair. Bears were like, take it or leave it, we're not budging. He said, look, I want to trade. All standard. Then every NFL team in the league gets contacted apparently by call and by email from a Mr. Saint Omni claiming to be uh, Raquan's agent uh, or representative saying, look, would you be interested in a trade for him? He's looking for a trade. Then the NFL's Player Association came out and said he's not a certified agent. They don't know who he is. He, it's not legal for him to communicate with NFL teams regarding trades contracts or even assist in any manner 
So then the NFL announced that, look, you're not allowed to deal with this man. Any communications with this man is breached. This is tampering. You're going to face penalties if you have any sort of communication with him. So then people started thinking, like, who, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> the ball's just an email or message. Every NFL team, like, my man here wants a trade. So St. Omni is apparently he works for, I don't actually have it down written, but I think it was Lifeline Financial as a sports member of this group. Uh, no pictures of him. Somebody tried to contact the group uh, he works for. They said that he's not really in the office. You wouldn't see him in the same place more than once. And you're not going to get a phone number for him because apparently he uses burner phones. So you can't contact him. <laughs> I started trying to... There was a Facebook page for him that had no activity for two to three years, since deleted, ever since this came out. Can't find a single picture of the man. The only trace he exists, other than what's going on now, is a couple... Like, a little while back, Larry Tunson. Do, do we remember him? With the bomb yeah. face mask, the night of the draft that somebody apparently leaked within his inner circle. St. Omni had a quote in a newspaper about it because he was apparently a representative for him saying that like this will build his character but can't find anything else about the man don't know who he is and everyone online is trying to figure out like what the hell's going on <laughs> I, I want someone to sit down with Quad Smith and say who is this guy because if you're a sports agent it can't, like you have to be accessible you have to be someone people know like, I think it's just a weird usually thing usually sports agents are like extremely like popular or like they could yeah. be a sports agency that is popular and you'd have guys in it that are very recognizable have a couple of players and stuff like that this guy is an unknown he's a ghost it just doesn't exist like absolute fugazi <laughs> and i think he negotiated deals for tunsil contract extensions which by this logic he wasn't certified to do he definitely negotiated someone i read earlier that he negotiated someone he did tunsil larry the tunsil's contract extension yeah. But apparently, based well, on this day, it might be, it yeah, might be I someone know. else, too. Um, but it's well, what's weird is that Rakan Smith, he fired his agent, what, two years ago? So he's obviously been doing it by himself up until with, with the Bears, or was your man, St. Omni, involved with the negotiations up to the point that it, it, it met that, okay, we want to trade? That's what I kind of want to know. Do you want to know my conspiracy theory that I've just thought of now so there's no fact backing or any sort of logic behind this a we, group lo- of we pl- love that kind of stuff <laughs> a group of the <laughs> that's players. what we build this podcast around this is it. it doesn't have to be right but we could say that it feels right to say it but let's just go conspiracy let's say there's a few NFL players aren't happy with the money they're losing out with work with agents they get together say all of us are NFL players and we're like my agent's taking this cut. I wish I could do it myself, but no one's going to take me seriously if I do it myself. Let's make up a person, St. Omni, and we'll just use this sort of name whenever it's actually us trying to pretend to be an agent. Kev will use it for his deals. I'll use it for mine. Everything will be fine. It'll look legitimate. And that's what I'm hoping happens. It turns out there is no St. Omni. It's just the players pretending to be an agent to make themselves more kind of have more uh, maybe backing in the negotiations. Because if you're, I believe it. If you're negotiating your own, the team's going to laugh. They're like, "We'll take this guy to school." Like, <laughs> the the only thing I can't believe in that is 
why Richard Sherman didn't get on board at that when he signed his absolute dirt shit deal. Maybe they couldn't let everyone in because Richard Sherman, he's a mouthy guy. He might just slip Maybe. it out in a match, you know, like. Maybe he didn't that, know. That man was fairly, I suppose he was fairly proud that he negotiated himself, even though yeah, some he people... lost a shit ton of money. Yeah, he was, I remember that. <laughs> but like, if you look up St. Omni here, um, just a quick Google search. You go to images. The only images we're really getting, Roquan Smith and a load of memes. There's one with Roquan Smith with a fake mustache and glasses saying that's St. Omni. Um, the top hits are all, who is St. Omni? Everything to know about St. Omni. NFL reacts to St. Omni revelation. Who is this St. Omni? Blah, blah. Same thing. If you're a big-time agent and I Google your name and it's just people wondering who the hell you are, there's something fishy going on. Now, I want to figure yeah. out what it is. I, I, I assume... Rokon Smith is just keeping mouth shut on this. Uh, I heard there was somebody had a passing conversation with him. Nothing really of note. Okay. But they'll probably try distance themselves because it's league-wide tampering is what this falls under if it is, in fact, an actual person. Yeah, true. Which is the issue. But... He is, he is, is he training at the moment? Or... Uh, I think they took They had him on the injured list. I think they took him off it. Okay. This week, yeah, so we'll have to see if he plays or if he's in the stadium, but something's fishy going on. And I love it. I love it yeah. when murder mysteries link in with the NFL. We'll have murder. to keep tabs on this topic. <laughs> no, definitely. Like, we're, let's, actually, Dennis, you're a tech-savvy man. Next week, I want you to do all the digging you can to get us all the information we need to know about this St. Omni guy. I want to know where he lives, what he wears, and what he eats. I'll hop on the dark web, hack into their servers. Okay, now, Jesus, we're going to get flagged for that one now. Order a hit on Omni-Man. We don't want to know your methods, we just want to know the results. Dead or alive. Omni-Man. If anything, it could be Dennis. You'll be on my injury report next week. (laughs) It's it's definitely one to keep keep an eye on. I, I thought it was an interesting one when everything's quiet, but... Look, we'll move on. We don't have, have much else on it. Uh, before we move into um, Dennis's injury corner, we will, I know we're taking a, a small break from Deshaun Watson. We'll talk about that next week. Settlements coming up this week. Um, so we'll have a big juicy segment for that for next week. And shout out to Drew Locke, who got COVID while in a QB battle against Geno Smith. That might be the lowest point of someone's career. <laughs> So it is. It's pretty bad. But let, let's move even on. With, even with COVID, he should win. With COVID, he should win. Let's see. He's not our main focus of injury corner. You take it away, Dennis. Yeah. Again, not very exciting week. Um, unfortunately. Um, start off with the top. Uh, just Zach Wilson. Um, he's out. He's just got surgery on his knee there, so he could be out four to six weeks. Um, so they're saying four to six. It's not the worst. They were very afraid uh, of it's that. Two, it's two to six. They think he could be back for week two. Uh, well, what I'm reading uh, right here, TJ, is saying four to six. Thank you very much. Uh, and TJ, you don't have an injury corner, I'll have you know. Yeah, you, TJ, that's you know your right. fucking you place. Wall. I have been following it for days as a Jets fan, but that's... Look, Can you listen I sp- to a word I a spent, Jets fan says? I spent 15 <laughs> minutes prepping this, TJ. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, man. Jesus. 
Uh, moving on. Um, before, <laughs> unless you've got anything else to undercut me by in my own section. Before we move on, no. though, that's a promising result for Jets. There was people, when he went off injured, Tosh, he's done for the year. A season done. That's probably their, their oh, season yeah. highlight now. It's promising, but I think if the Jets can win seven games this season, that's a win for the Jets. That's quite a high expectation. <laughs> Pretty high. Actually, yeah, bring bring it back to about four, given <laughs> that Zach is Vegas out Vegas have them at 6.5, I think. So. Well, Close I happen to possibly win the Super Bowl, at least the conference. Last, <laughs> so... <laughs> you've covered both extremes. <laughs> Go on, Des, who do you so, have for your next edition? Uh, your next, uh, none again, not too interesting. CD Lamb, foot injury. Not considered serious, but uh, blah, 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 blah. He was just the only other name of note, really. Um, <laughs> it didn't meet your expectations. <laughs> no, I didn't even, like, not enough details. I couldn't put a fancy spin on it. Just hurt his foot, not serious. Probably be back in a couple, like a week. Yeah. Um, this this next one though but, you can definitely put a spin oh, on it. Oh, this next one outrageous! This is this is the only good injury that we had all week. Um, caught in the middle of a massive brawl. Some say it was a pregnant woman. Um, we're not. That's unreported. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake! Man. <laughs> Look, all I know is that she was probably right in the middle of it when it all went down. Um, but Wait, was during... it actually a pregnant woman? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> was it a no. woman? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look, all I know... All I know is someone got hurt during the brawl at the Patriot. Panthers and Patriots uh, joint practice. Um, so a fan got hurt. A fan. Who well, may or may yeah, I seen the video. Pregnant. Oh, I haven't seen the video. I, I seen the video. No. I should probably see. You, you couldn't see. You couldn't see the person who got injured. Well, then how can you say I'm wrong? kind of fall into the crowd. Yeah, how? yeah I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying. Look, Dennis, what did your eye? They weren't in the middle say? of the fight. They were to the edge. All the reports I saw was that they're in critical condition, possibly a pregnant woman. <laughs> But oh apparently God. she took one of them down before she went down, so you never know. <laughs> she fought back, I want your source, man. He's, he's where you need to go to get all your information. <laughs> there is a job for you, Dennis, uh, with uh, news reporting somewhere in the world. <laughs> somewhere. No. We'll, we'll keep touch. Hopefully they're all right. Yeah. Uh, tune in next week for um, the truth. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> we can't offer the truth. We can't say it's factual that a fan was injured. There's nothing else at the moment to refute Dennis's claims of details. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's perfect, right? We'll move on to our award awards for this week now. So, well, I suppose. We'll play the music, but it is pre-season awards. So, even if you're a winner or a loser or a trap card, doesn't really matter, does it? Like, it's it's pre-season. So, let's start off with our... It is, so it's just pre-season. It's like, you know, like participation medals. Um, so, we got our winner. Our winners were between Kenny Pickett. We talked about him. Great day out. We'll mention that uh, Brody Sports Talk gave us a little tweet saying... George Pickens as well. Good shout because quarterback has to throw to someone. He did look good, but 
unfortunately it was between Kenny Pickett and the Jags and Kev you nominated the Jags as winners which is a rare rare occurrence yeah a, a division rival as well but I do think the Jags just look a lot better I think there's hope in Jacksonville after years and years of dismay and uh, I don't know after Urban Meyer's reign of terror <laughs> Reign of Terror. Oh. For what? Did, five games? <laughs> How long did it last? Five uh, games? Too long, I think, is the answer there. More than that, actually. But look, as, um, but as bright as it looks for the Jags, Kev, they didn't, they didn't win the winner of no. the week. That went to our boy Kenny Pickett. So, uh... <laughs> I think that says it all, guys. <laughs> Come on, Kenny. Yeah. First of any. The next was our losers were between Chicago Bears and the Cleveland Browns. The two Bs. So Chicago Bears, obviously, we talked about Justin Fields leaking offensive line. Looks worrying once they get to regular season. And then if you want to talk about the Browns, I think it's self-explanatory, Kev, the Browns at this point. Yeah, they just paid all that money for the quarterback and he looked dog shit. Um, and got <laughs> booed the shit out of. <laughs> About I didn't it. know you were going that hard on <laughs> you, you didn't look what he he's, he, it's his first first time back you know everything's bouncing I know yeah I know it's not it a, didn't look great I'm delighted for him <laughs> of course you are I know. well you should be delighted even more TJ because he won our Twitter poll for loser of the week dog shit of the year <laughs> I want to tease that one so bad that's uh, a good one yeah, well, look, we'll see. Maybe, look, we'll see what happens in the settlement. That might give him a few weeks away from loser of the week. That it could be a benefit. Um, the last thing we have is our trap card, our kind of wild story of the week. And that was the St. Omni story versus Antonio Brown. And Kev, take us away with Antonio Brown. We talked about St. Omni. What's what's yeah, he at? I'll just read his latest, one of his quotes. Um, so my biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker. Or showing up at the Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with a frozen foot. Or throwing rocks at that UPS driver. <laughs> and it <laughs> definitely do doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around Jet Stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I will never be able to see myself. Uh, be able to get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game after... But I can't ignore what uh, I can't imagine what that w- was like for you all to sit there um, and see something like that, like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. I love how his it's the Beatles or Jesus, you know, two of the same things. You know, yeah, like... yeah, exactly. <laughs> both, <there>. both imaginary. <laughs> Well, now we're screwed, Kev. We've insulted the Beatles, one of the most widely popular bands in the world, and Jesus, who's a very popular man as well. Uh, you won't be getting on RTE anytime soon, Kev. That's your luck. I never wanted to go on it. Uh, no, but look, AB's going off on Twitter these days. I think football started off, and he's a bit like, why is everyone not looking over at me? Sort of thing. But look, God give it to him. It was a great old tweet. It was. He, like, he must have put a bit of thought into it to kind of go what's the worst that I've actually done and he's going after poor Tom Brady too on Twitter now these days 
Yeah. He even translated Look, his tweet. He never ma- he never mentioned when he farted in the doctor's face. <laughs> there was there's not so, enough like, characters. That would have been in, up there. There's not enough characters in a tweet, TJ, to cover all his indiscretions, unfortunately. Yeah. He probably never even considered that a regrettable decision. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a weird thing because the end of it, like if he just said, look, I have a load of regrets in my career, my biggest regret is this, yeah, yeah, everyone's like, that's hilarious. But the fact that he started reminding us of all the times where we were like, if that man just copped on, what would he achieve? <laughs> the thing. Yeah. That's uh, a weird one. But unfortunately, he didn't win that vote. St. Omni bet him for the, the trap card of the week. Another imaginary man. That's that's a copyright. Yeah, we're getting copyrighted, Dan. So I warned you about this. <laughs> uh, no, that's our awards. We'll check back next week. Hopefully, something happens. Hopefully, AB keeps tweeting away. We might have him nominated again next week. Um, but before we wrap up, we do have our fact of the week. So, Kev, go for it. What do we got? There's a fact riddler question. What is it this week? It's 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 kind of a question. Um, with a with a oh. fact as the answer. So I don't know, do you want to guess an answer or oh, yes. leave it up to Hit the me. audience? Hell yeah. The audience right, can pause we'll... after you've asked it and then wait, you know. Alright, okay. So probably Hall of Fame, famous competition in the NFL. Currently there's two teams in the NFL that do not have any Hall of Fame players associated with them. Who are they? I would say Hall Houston Heights. Texans. Yeah, I was going to say them. And yeah, I'm going to say the obvious. Jacksonville Jaguars. No. Oh, no. Buccaneers? No. Oh, there is one, because there is one that I was like, they'll have to. Is it Panthers? No, it's not Panthers. There's yeah, one. Panthers. Is it Panthers? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Panthers. But they should have. I should have said no. You said no. It's not Panthers. <laughs> you should have said <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's the. Texans, given that I suppose they've only been around since 2002, yeah. Um, yeah. which is the obvious one, um, and then the the Panthers as well. The Panthers have a they've few candidates around. in there, though. Cam. Baker. Darnold. <laughs> Frank Burns. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Hopefully, look, put, tell us if you got it, you know. Message yeah. Dennis directly and ask. Does, do you I'll get come up with a better one next week. I was I was in a rush this week. <laughs> in a rush. I want a fact. I want a weird fact next week. I like that. A weird fact. I was gonna, but then I seen that and I was like, oh, that's an easy cop out. That's well, good to see you're going the extra yard, Kev. There with that mentality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like Dennis spending a whole week. fifteen minutes looking up his injury corner. <laughs> There's no need to pull uh, out Dennis here. And were you entertained? I was. Well, there I you was. go. That's it. That's all that matters. Look, it matters more than the truth. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. Obviously, that's <laughs> true. I've got severe questions about Dennis's reporting now. If entertainment is more important than the truth, but that could be our tagline. Um, anyone have anything? Anyone have any parting tidbits they want to leave on? No. Uh, Marshawn Lynch got arrested. See oh, that? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that video he looked. Oh, oh the picture didn't look great. Um, I'm just here, so I'm not going to get arrested. Isn't that the line? DUI, but like he was off his face. You saw that oh, DUI. one. DUI, yeah, DUI. Yeah. But you you saw that picture of his mugshot, and they had a caption. I'm just here, so I don't get arrested. Bit of a 
Shout back challenges here so I don't get fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, if nothing else, I suppose we'll leave it there. Thanks for listening, if you have listened. Um, and then I suppose we'll be catching up with you next week with our next episode. Hopefully something crazy happens. There has to be a few more brawls for Dennis or something. And hit up Tune in to find out what happened. Tune in to find out what happened to that pregnant lady. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be our new segment. (laughs) All right, guys, this was from everyone here. Uh, Goodbye. God bless, whether you believe or not, like Kev. And uh, stay safe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Beetle bless. Love you. (laughs) Wait, what did you say? Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Foolproof football.